Welcome to Talk in Automotive. I am Matt Weiss, and I have the pleasure of being joined by KPMG's automotive leader, Gary Silberg. And Gary, of course, we're uh, following social distance guidelines. I'm in New Jersey, and I believe you're out in Chicago, and hope you're doing well. And Gary, it's certainly a challenging time for all industries, and your focus is automotive uh, with what is going on with COVID-19. And so wanted to start there. I know we've talked about risk and uncertainty and how it's playing out. Welcome your thoughts on what you're seeing uh, in the automotive sector. Well, thanks, Matt. And uh, and we were talking about having this, and I usually like to talk about fun, sexy topics like uh, self-driving cars and mobility as a service, and, and here we are. So I hope all of you and your families out there who are listening are well. Um, this is unprecedented times in many ways. Um, so as you were just saying, Matt, you and I have chatted. I want to put a both the intellectual framework and the strategic framework of of how to think about what's going on. And the two, I'll call it, areas that I like to use is this word uncertainty and risk and how we modulate between the two. And I think it's important. Every day, people are willing to get in their cars and drive and knowing that they perhaps could be hit or somebody's drunk driving, and understanding risk in that regard, we take that risk. But when things are uncertain and we have no idea what the risk is and what might happen to us, and I think and that in a lot of ways is happening to us today, we don't know how to manage that risk. And that's the framework I want to describe what I see going on today, both at a macro policy level and more specifically in our industry. And Matt, as I think about that same framework and very specifically the auto industry, one of the things I wanted to uh, chat with you and we can banter back and forth is what can auto companies do to reduce uncertainty and actually focus in on risk in those areas? And that area to me is around, I'll call it um, cash and working capital. And this is something so important and critical to the organization. And if you just look at the headlines, people are burning through billions of dollars of cash each week. As we know in automotive, uh, it's a high fixed cost business, and you got plants all over the world, and there's no revenue or limited or much less revenue coming in. Um, and this is creating massive problems and massive levels of uncertainty. One of the, uh, I'll call it, I won't say it's a dirty little secret because it's not a secret, but people don't really understand it. The automotive or the automakers actually have negative working capital. I want people to think about this for a second. I'll do a little accounting if you want to do a little accounting with me here. So when a car, when a car manufacturer builds a car, it ships it at a certain point, whether that be a FOB shipping point to a dealer. And the dealer pays them, albeit through their dealer stock or their dealer funding, um, uh, to the OEM right away. It, time zero or one day or et cetera. So once the car is built, the car manufacturer gets cash. And they pay their suppliers, the tier one suppliers, typically around 30, 45 to 60 day period. Um, so they actually have a massive float. Now, when you're buying, some of the OEMs buy $60 billion of, of you know raw materials in a year. I mean, these are huge numbers. Um, and so they're able to float, if you will, this negative working capital. And this is a wonderful thing for the auto industry has been able to uh, 
uh, utilized throughout its history. And that all works wonderfully well, except when you have a crisis. Because when it flips, in other words, when you can't build product and you can't ship, um, not only does the um, automaker not have the zero um, or one day cash inflow coming in, they lose the accounts payable float because they still owe from 50 or 30, 60 days prior, they still owe that money. And this is creating massive cash drains for the automakers right now. And these are one-time hits and then it continues on. And I think that's this level of uncertainty and risk that car manufacturers are having. Let me pause for a second. I covered a lot of kind of techie stuff there and maybe a little accounting nuances. Matt, did you follow me or, or, or should, I, should I elaborate a little more? No, well, Gary, I was going to say, I think you raised a lot of interesting points there uh, for our listeners. And, and Gary, it wasn't that long ago. You just go back to November, actually, when we were at the LA Auto Show. And one of the main points of conversation that we were focused on was the investments being made by OEMs in electric vehicles, in autonomous technologies. We talked about, at the time, what we called the internal computing engine emerging out of the internal combustion engine. And uh, Gary, Gary, I just wanted to ask you, as you consider now the changes that have taken place with COVID and how it's impacting OEMs with them being asked to invest in products that are not their main product source, for example, a lot of them are being asked to invest in ventilators, uh, how is this going to play out in terms of the timing now and the rollout of electric vehicles, of autonomous vehicles in general? Well, we should have an entire podcast on this one next week on this, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> but the short answer, seriously, is um, what's happening because of this uh, uncertainty within the cash flows, um, what you're seeing is automakers and the suppliers is cut back and prioritize. What is the essential capital expenditures they need to go forward? Where should they prioritize? And some of the new technologies or things that they're working on that don't see immediate uh, benefit could get delayed. And this is the strategy. And I think this is a great topic perhaps we can talk about uh, next time is how sure. should automakers and suppliers think about those critical investments and prioritizing what they need to do right now given this high level of uncertainty and risk to their potential survival at the same time. And, and think about that and that intellectual and then pragmatic uh, concept. How does that sound? That sounds great. And Gary, we'll definitely continue to focus on those topics on the future episodes here because it is something that is going to be playing out certainly over the coming weeks and months. But that does it for this edition of Talking Automotive. I want to thank all of you who tuned into this edition and be sure to look for future episodes in the coming weeks. Thanks for joining.